1: It's a mock draft Friday episode of the Locked On Cowboys podcast. And Landon and I are going to take a receiver in round one, or will we? We're going to try at least. Uh, all that, and that all that and more in this episode of the Locked On Cowboys podcast.
2: You are Locked On Cowboys, your locked daily Dallas Cowboys on. podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast locked Network. Your on. team every locked day.
1: Locked on. Locked on. Locked on. Locked
0: on. Cowboys.
1: Locked on Cowboys. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We want to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms. I am Marcus Mosher. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosher. He is Landon McCool. Check him out at McCoolBCB. Landon, Fridays are always my favorite because it's kind of our fun uh, activity. We tell we're gonna do another mock draft and I'm looking forward to it. But how are you doing today, sir?
0: doing great like you said fridays are always fun even if we're not doing something fun on
1: uh, on the podcast but when you do something fun on the podcast it's like an extra cherry on top yes. for your friday so last friday we did a mock draft simulation where we took zion johnson the guard for boston college in round one uh while we really like zion we, we both are big fans of zion johnson we didn't really love how the mock draft turned out because of some of the options at receiver and in fact i don't even think we grabbed the receiver in that draft and it just felt like We could do better. So today we're going to do a mock draft uh, via the draft network and you and I are going to have a goal of going in drafting a receiver in round one to see what it looks like because we believe in draft sequencing uh, and it feels like the Cowboys are probably doing something similar right now, right? They've got to need a left guard. They got to need a receiver. What's the best way to fill those two spots? Uh, Are you good with that plan?
0: Yeah, I mean, just to kind of throw in there, I think, you know, once the Cowboys build their board, they do hundreds of these mock drafts to try to figure out exactly what the best way is to get what they need and, 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 the, and correct value for what they need, uh, just to try to get their sequencing correct. So yeah, I think this is a good ex- exercise and I'm excited to do it.
1: All right, so we're going to go ahead and get the, the, the simulator started. Um, for those of you that are listening to the podcast, I'll try to read off some of the names that are off the board. Uh, but it's it's your typical guys inside of the top 10. It's Trayvon Walker's gone, Thibodeau, Kyle Hamilton off the board, Garrett Wilson off the board, uh, Drake London to the Eagles, Jordan Davis to the Chargers, uh, Devontae Wyatt to the Steelers at pick 20, Jahan Dotson, wide receiver mm. to the Packers at 22. Uh, and we're left with a lot of really good players here, but let's start with the receivers. Chris Olave, wide receiver from Ohio, Ohio State. Traylon Burks, wide receiver from Arkansas. Of those two players, which one would you pick and which one do you think the Cowboys would pick?
0: I would probably – man, I would probably pick They had 30 minutes with both. Yeah, I would probably pick Olave. I kind of think that they would pick Olave. I I think that they like Traylon Burks a lot, but I think Olave is probably higher on both of our boards. What do you
1: think? I I bet they would pick Burks. I would pick Alave for Dallas. I just think that with Dak Prescott's accuracy and his anticipation, adding somebody like Alave to this offense makes a lot of sense. He's basically a a Amari Cooper type of player with more speed. Doesn't have the size of Amari, but that type of player. I think you're getting a Terry McLaurin or Calvin Ridley type of player, and it feels like that's what the offense is missing. But I I wonder if they want somebody who's a little bit better after the catch. And that is certainly Burks here.
0: Yeah, I I definitely agree with that assessment. I honestly think it doesn't matter who we pick here, because the point of the whole thing is yep. yeah, what we're just, what we're doing afterwards, to be
1: honest. So just to show who else is available. So if we do look at the offensive lineman, uh, for tackles, Trevor Penning is still there, Ooh, which is surprising. Really that's shocking, actually. Bernard Raymond is still there. Uh, Zion Johnson, Tyler Linderbaum, and Kenyon Green are all available. And, of course, and Landon's, Tyler guy, Landon's <laughs> guy, Tyler Smith, is still there. If you're curious be, about of that, course, Of course he's my guy now. Well, I, I mean, it. yeah.
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, we'll talk about uh, him. Other players that are still available at different positions, Boy Mafi, David Ojabo. Uh, of course, if you're looking for a corner, Ky- Kyar Elam. That's basically it. Devin Lloyd is still there. And that is a 30 visit. So we should talk about him. Do you think Devin Lloyd is one of those blinking red light type of players that the Cowboys would consider drafting if he fell to 24? No. I don't. <laughs>
0: I mean, I think Lloyd's a good football player. Um, I think he's probably on that list. I don't know that he's like head and shoulders above Olave or, I mean, frankly, the, the blinking light to me is pinning, right? Like, Trevor Pinning is not going to, should not be available. At 24. Uh, so if, if we're going to go with the blinking light record, uh, sorry, the blinking light metaphor, uh, I think to me, that's more that's more the blinking
1: light, yeah. All right, but our plan for this is to, to draft the receiver. We're going uh, like we yeah, to pretend like we didn't see pinning there. Yeah, we're going to pretend like he this. went a little bit further. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's go with Olave. I, I think yeah, a lot okay. of people could get behind Olave because he is pro-ready. Uh, the Everybody at Ohio st- State speaks so fondly of him. I just think he's a plug and play starter that can play on the outside yep. or the slot right away. I agree. All right, let's go ahead and pick a Um And we'll, we'll take a look at who would be available uh, at the top of the second round in case the Cowboys want to trade up, because I do think that's an option, right? If they grab the receiver and there's an offensive lineman they love, I think that's an option. Um, so let's, let's go ahead. And I can't really pause it, but we'll just, we'll let it run and no. we'll run through this, through the, some of the names, but uh let's take a quick break as the simulator is running to tell you guys about built bar this time of year almost everybody has given up on their new year's resolutions but not us we are sticking to ours to eat better thanks to built bar built bar is just they're so good they only have 130 calories four grams of sugar and four net carbs but 17 grams of protein best of all they are covered in 100 percent real chocolate Go to Bilt.com and use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your next order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Bilt.com.
2: Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, Lanham.
1: So at the top of the second round, there's still some quality offensive linemen that were available. Tyler Lindenbaum yeah. went at pick 33, Kenyon Green pick 36, Bernard Ryman went at pick 39. Are any of those three, in your mind, worth trading up for? I mean, Obviously, we didn't do it in this simulator, but in general, if those guys are all available at the top of the second round, would you go up and make a move there? You know, it's tough because there's not a lot of positional value
0: in uh, offensive guard, right? Um,
1: yes. I, I don't think, know if can you, you agree- want to give up a pick to go get a guard.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think maybe you do now in this scenario because you're at, at the at a point of kind of some desperation unless unless you have in your back pocket the idea that has been kind of whispered around a little bit of moving Zach Martin to left guard and plugging Connor McGovern in as your right guard um and convincing yourself that that's a good solution um So I would would normally do it, but I would say maybe I might do it in this situation.
1: I could I would do it if it didn't cost me my third round pick. I just can't give up that third round pick to go get a guard. I basically come out of the first 125 picks with two players. I just don't know if I can do that.
0: Yeah, I would see how much I can get for all of my fifths,
1: (laughs) and then one spot higher. Yeah, Uh,
0: probably so. All right, let's
1: go through some of the other names that come off the board here. Uh, Daniel Falile for, from Minnesota goes to the Seahawks at 41. Devin Lloyd falls all the way down to 43 to the Falcons. Perrion Winfrey goes 44 to the Browns. DeMarvin Leal, a 30 visit for the Cowboys, goes to the Ravens at 45. Trey McBride, tight end, goes to the Saints at uh, 49. Your guy Tyler Smith off the board at 51. Mm. Kobe Dean. 54 to the Patriots, almost falls all the way here to the Cowboys at 56. See, again, I know
0: you don't like him, but if Tyler Smith is really going at 51, trade up from 56 to 50, go get him. like, Because if you walk away from this with Chris Olave and Tyler Smith as your first two picks, you're in a pretty good spot, I feel like. I know you disagree, but...
1: Yeah, well... Can I, can I say what I told you pre-show? I won't even mention it. Please. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody who is somewhat connected to the NFL. Is that a fair way to say that? That's fair. Absolutely. Uh, I was complaining on Twitter the other day about the Cowboys potentially drafting Tyler Smith at 24. And they said basically not to worry about it because he's not going to be there at 24. Uh, he's going to be picked ahead of that. Which I replied, LOL, that's funny. <laughs> we'll have a whole conversation about – I mean, I hate –
0: look – of course, if I defend a guy's, you know, no, universal draft position, he becomes my guy. No, but no, fifty-six, I, I, five, yeah. I, I, I,
1: I even higher say, than that. If you, you want to say, you can't 40s, be upset about that, right? Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even in the forties, it's just at 24. I think you're asking him. I agree. I, I, I think agree a guard him. in general at 24 is a bit of a stretch, right? Because of the positional value. But if you're taking a guy who's never played that position before, yeah, that's fair.
0: That's fair. I can get behind
1: it at 56. All right. In this mock draft, Landon, the wide receivers that fell were George Pickens, Calvin Austin, <laughs> David Bell, which I don't know that is really considered falling. But there's more options at receiver in this mock than our other one. That's right. This ha- happens the way it plays out. Now, let's take a look at the offensive line. Your offense tackle situation, Abraham Lucas, uh, Rashid Walker, uh, you're not drafting a tackle here at 56 because there's nobody available. It's worth drafting. Interior offensive lineman, a little bit more interesting. Dylan Parham, mm-hmm. the center from Memphis. Darian Kennard, offensive lineman from Kentucky. You know how much I like him. Ed Ingram, yep. Cole Strange. Um, how do you feel about any of those options? I
0: like Kennard. I mean, I think Kennard would be a, a solid pick here. And, uh, again, uh, you know, I think if you walk away from this with with uh, Alave and Kennard, you're probably feeling pretty good about yourself. Um, You know, the thing that scares me about this, this gambit, right. Is that I think you showed it, right. Sometimes you do this and there's the wide receivers are available at 56. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you do this and the guards and tackles are available at 56. It's kind of hard to tell which way it's going until it starts going. Right. So uh, I, you know, again, the, the, the kind of, you know, the, the the thing that you're really hoping for is that you get to fifty six and someone like Darian Connard is there still, or Tyler Smith fell, or I mean, I gotta say, I was shocked to see that uh what's his name? The UCLA guard went Tom at Ryan. Like four he went like at forty something. Forty seven here to Washington, which is also crazy
1: made, to me. Also like, mentioned Jamir Salier from Georgia, who I actually like quite a bit. I would be the Georgia Guard. It. Yeah, I like uh, him too actually. He goes to Pittsburgh here at fifty-two. So you had a couple guys go off the board. Um, but I, I'm fine with Kennard, but is there enough guard depth here that you are you're okay waiting to the third round? Well, no, because I think what you witness
0: right here is that all this all these guys ran and like the 10 picks before you, right? Like if you were at 46 or 40, yeah, if you scroll up to like 43, right before. Like it, it, just in those 10 picks, you lose like three guys, right?
1: Linderbaum, so, Green, Raymond. Yep.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, oh yeah. Just in the, since round two, you lose Linderbaum, Green, uh, Raymond. You lose Ryan. You lose Smith. Sawyer. uh, uh, S- S- yep. uh Nicholas uh, Petit-Ferrer, who I actually think maybe they could – some someone that could slide into guard at some point if they needed him to. Uh, so I, I think, you know, these guys – like I, I don't know that you can wait a lot longer – uh i mean you may wait until the third round and lose your opportunity at we i mean we're looking at the list here but ed ingram you mentioned is another guy who's available yep. uh cole strange is another guy who's available those guys could all be gone by the Cam next Juergens? time your next is Jurgens a guy that you want to like is Jurgens a guy that's going to solve your offensive line issue like because here's the well, thing because he's a, like, i think he's a center yeah that's the problem right it's like what are you trying to solve here are you trying to get a starter are you trying to get your fifth offensive line starter whether that be a center or guard or whatever and you shuffle things around i don't know that you're getting one past this round i don't know that any of the guys that you think that you could plug in could come in and start this year past the list of guys that we have available to us right now so Um, i would take a guard now and which one would you take I would probably take Kennard. Okay. I think Parham is just is. I too like too Parham small. more. He's too small though, and and yeah. I think he's just a center. So, yeah. I think Kennard is a guy that could be a very good guard. It's a projection a little bit. He's only ever played tackle, as far as I know. Yep. Um. But I mean, he has the body type for it for sure.
1: Just uh, to be transparent, let's look at some other positions just to see if there's anybody else that's so much better available. Than... Yeah. yeah. Quay Walker, linebacker, Georgia. Christian Harris. I know we weren't big fans of Christian Harris from Alabama. I think that's a pretty easy one to let go. Chad Muma. That's surprising, honestly. And Travis, so Travis Jones. Jones. Yeah. Uh, Brian Asamoah. I, I I think he should be a third round pick. So that's not that too surprising. Drake Jackson is interesting a little bit, and then all of our tight ends. Um, Nick Benito, I like quite a bit, but the only one for me really, or the two would be. Mooma and Travis Jones. But are those guys so much better at their positions that you can ignore guard for one more round? Quay Walker is, I mean,
0: he's generally considered a first-round linebacker. So, I mean, that's, that's, I think, the closest to a blinking red light. But I wouldn't say that any of these are necessarily guys that I have
1: to have. So let's go ahead and take, let's go ahead and take, uh, canard. Uh, I, I think you and I would be feeling really good about the way this draft starts if the Cowboys go canard or Olave canard, right? Two day one starters, two guys with a ton of experience at, at, in big conferences. It's hard not to like the start of that draft, right?
0: Yeah. Honestly, at that point, you know, like <laughs> if, if I'm looking at it from the perspective of a Cowboys fan watching the draft and trying to enjoy himself. I could breathe a little bit, right? Yes, okay, yes. we got what we need. Let's see what they do with the rest of these picks and and, and let the draft – now they can really, really let the draft come to them.
1: Uh, all right, so we are at pick 88, uh, the third-round pick for the Cowboys. Sam Williams off the board to the Eagles, of course. Uh, that hurts. Jeremy Ruckert off the board to Atlanta at pick 82. Muma goes to the Chargers at 79. Channing Tyndall to the Browns at 78. And Ingram yeah. goes to Baltimore at 76, so it's a good thing we didn't wait. Uh, Drake Z- Jackson off the board, Brian Osamoa off the board, it's tough. Uh, so let's look at some of the best players. I-, I think in round three, the Cowboys have some spots that they would be looking at, right? I think tight end is one. I think defensive tackle is one. Edge is another linebacker, but none of them are so pressing that you have to draft yeah. them right away. Yeah, I think you're,
0: you're, you're drafting basically, you know, the best of best player that you've got on your board at this point. I think, you, like you said, we have some kind of general stuff we would like to hit, but we don't have a specific attack order anymore. You know, the two top needs are taken care of. We'll take we'll get value for the rest of these guys, right?
1: Top player left of the board is Isaiah Spiller, somebody who the Cowboys have met with multiple times. At a running back from Texas A&M. I have a hard time believing they draft him here in the third round. It feels a little early, but it's worth mentioning. Uh, Let's go to tight end. Kate Otten from Washington. Craig Dulcich from UCLA. Jake Ferguson. Jelani Woods from Virginia. Still there. Uh, Charlie Kohler still available. A lot of tight ends. Any of those guys appealing to you here in the third round?
0: I think so. Yeah, I mean, I I, I like Kate Otten. I like. Uh, we haven't really talked about Jake Ferguson or Greg Dolchich very much, but I, I, those are players that I like a lot. Ferguson is kind of like a uh, Ferguson is a lot like Kate Otten, to be honest. I mean, they're yeah. a blocking tight end who has some receiving skills. Kate Otten, Ferguson, uh, and the kid from Ohio State, uh, Rucker. Rucker, Rucker. They they're all kind of in the same vein, right? Uh, honestly, the fact that Jelani Woods is there and rated so lowly makes me makes me wonder if i don't know that we could get away with this in real life
1: no probably but, not. but right. i
0: wonder if we could see if, if there's someone who's better at the top of the draft board uh for this pick and then wait until next round to take jelani
1: woods all right let's look at uh interior defensive line names are pretty much it's not great it's uh, matt no, matthias no. from alabama uh, john ridgway who i actually watched last night from arkansas decent player uh, Double O from UCLA, your guy. Uh, Haskell Garrett, defensive tackle from Ohio yeah. State, who the Cowboys uh, met with, I believe, a couple days ago. Edge, Maje Sanders from Cincinnati, a 30 visit. Uh, D'Angelo Malone, Isaiah Thomas from Oklahoma, guy, excuse me, yeah. another uh, guy that they're very interested in. Anybody there for you?
0: I mean, I like several of these guys, but I think everything I've seen so far is like, I like those guys. I just don't know that I like them in the third round, but it feels I, like point, all these guys
1: are fourth round options, right? Yeah.
0: And, and honestly, you may not have a, a a choice here. Like you may just be at a spot where all the guys are kind of fourth rounders at this point, just from what you're seeing. Yeah. I mean, I mean line... Jojo Doman's number one linebacker available. That's, I like Jojo a lot. I mean, I, 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 that feels high though for him. That though, feels high. Round. Yeah. For me,
1: corner, I don't think you're going to draft a corner no. that high. And then safety, uh, Tyson Anderson is somebody that they like a little bit. Nick cross is very athletic and very smart. Um, but m- my guess would be tight end because I, I, I don't think they'd want to wait 45 picks at that point. Right. You probably take a Kate Otten or a Jelani woods or somebody, um, just because you don't want to, you don't want to miss on those guys.
0: The The, the thing is that, that the, the kind of makes you crazy though. Right. Is that you, Otten is clearly the pick here as, as yep. far as I'm concerned. Um, But the thing about it is that, like you know, it's you see all these tight ends that you like or that you would be acceptable for you, and there's still going to be some available in your next, maybe your next two. It's just you're you're just not going to
1: have the choice of the guys you want, right?
0: Exactly. Which you know, when you talk about draft sequencing, that's it's you know, you can still get the tight end you want, and probably not that much worse around later you wish that there were better choices overall at 88 to kind of entice yes. you to pick a best player available. That's just not happening, unfortunately. So Yeah, because
1: Kohler going to be there in the fourth round. And I like Kohler yeah. almost as much as I like Otten. But I think they probably like Otten's blocking a little bit more. He can probably help right away, which is probably why Otten is a very likely pick here in the third round. And Woods is also a guy that I think as far as
0: the Cowboys' plans, like, you know, he's could develop into more than what otten is. So you have uh, uh Schultz for this year. Maybe the plan is to wait a- around, to get someone like Woods who they can hopefully develop into becoming more than what Schultz is. Uh but yeah, as it stands right now, I think Otten is the clear pick just because he's <laughs> he's the best player available and he plays a position that you're looking at drafting, so.
1: All right. We'll we'll pick Otten, we'll come back and we'll do the the fourth round here just to see who's available. Uh, But in the meantime, I want to tell you guys about BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, including this week's Masters Championship odds, podcasts, and reviews uh, for the golf tournament. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. Head to the website today, or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts.
2: They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: All right, Lance. so we're not going to do the million fifth round picks the Cowboys have. Let's just look at the fourth (laughs) round and see some of the guys that are available. What positions are a little bit deeper here uh, on the Draft Network Simulator at tight end? A lot of those guys are off the board. Jelani Woods is off the board. Uh, your top tight ends are didn't
0: make it, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's Charlie Kohler who is there. Jalen Widemeyer, uh, Grant Calcaterra from SMU. Not great, but I mean, I feel like if you do like Kohler as much as I do, that's a he, he would have been a good pick there.
0: Yeah, I mean they haven't they didn't bring him in, but I think Cole Turner is another guy who's yep. you know decent-ish. I wouldn't mind picking here um so yeah it, it does look like there's some tight ends here you got but wiped out cer- a little bit though yeah it certainly wasn't what i
1: expected to show up uh in the fourth round yeah because Stolzich and ferguson yeah. both went early in the fourth back round back. Yeah. yeah very very quick right there so uh let's look at some other positions that we haven't addressed yet. interior defensive line and this is the problem every time we get to interior defensive line is you yep. get to the fourth round just not in love with any of the guys that are left. Matthew Butler, Jermaine Loeb, John Ridgway, Double O from UCLA, Thomas Booker from Stanford, who's probably more of the fifth or sixth round pick. I just don't love those options. Uh, yeah, I, I, I watched,
0: uh, listened to a very interesting interview with Thomas Booker, so I think he seems like a very fascinating guy. But I don't know if I'm taking him here at fourth round. None of those guys necessarily. Uh, no, those guys are all
2: fifth
1: round picks. Yeah. What and else we got? Uh-huh. D'Angelo Malone from Western Kentucky, very athletic. Isaiah Thomas and uh, Isaiah Thomas from that Oklahoma. might be interesting, right? Yep, Michael Clemens from Texas AM. He is somebody that the Cowboys met with a couple days ago. Extremely long, uh, production's pretty good. Uh, an older player, but if you're looking for a defensive end that kind of checks all the boxes that Will McClay and Dan Mo- and Dan Quinn like, Michael Clemens is a guy to keep an eye on. I actually compared him to. Got a more athletic Joe Jackson. Remember Joe Jackson who the Cowboys yep. drafted a few years sure. ago. Um, of those names, which one do you like the best?
0: Isaiah Thomas is interesting to me um, for sure. I, I think D'Angelo Malone. Is he, was Malone a visit? Not that I know of. Not okay. that I know of. Uh, Isaiah Thomas probably is someone that I think the Cowboys are probably interested in. I know they talked to him. Uh, so he's someone – he, I think he's a good value there for what we're talking about. What else is there available at, at, at just overall and see if there's any.
1: Linebackers really drops off. Uh, yeah, David and I from Houston is somebody that they have a 30 visit with. This feels a little high. Corners and safeties is not great. I mean, this is what you expect by the time you get to the corners and safeties. It's pretty picked over. You could go back to the offensive line if you wanted to. Um, Zach Tom is probably an interior guy in the, in the NFL. He's still there. I like Luke Kadecki quite a bit for yeah. Central Michigan. He was the right tackle. I thought he was outstanding during the season. Interior offensive line. Um, Cam Juergens. Cam Juergens is still there. Now, this is where I, I'm good with Cam Juergens, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But can you afford to take another probably center-only prospect? <laughs>
0: No, maybe not, especially, I mean, the, the, the thing that we don't know is how they are feeling about what Farniak is right now, you know? So, um, and then that maybe maybe, you know, kind of we'll brush them off from getting a pure center prospect at this yeah. point. Right. Because why bring in a guy who only plays center when you've already got a guy who you drafted kind of in this close to this area uh, that, well, he's, he was a six or 7th round, but yeah. a guy who can play both guard and center hand, he's been in your system. Uh, I think you maybe are looking overall at the, the rest of the group at this
1: point. This is the spot I think I would go for the, if I was a Cowboys, This it's running back because this is yeah. where it gets really deep. Hassan Haskins is a 30-visit for the Cowboys, uh, a, a really big running back from Michigan. reminds me a little bit of Joe Mixon. Uh, Pierre Strong is a like a Reheem Mozart <laughs> Joe, type of player. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's – Very small, but he is incredibly fast. Jerome Ford is a good player. Zamir White was a starter at Georgia. Uh, Tyler Goodson was really productive at Iowa. Abraham Smith uh, was uh, really good at Baylor during the senior bowl and during the year. Anybody here do anything for you?
0: I know Tyler Goodson is a guy that a lot of people think has a lot of skill. Um, So I'm, I'm, I'm good. Haskins makes sense. He was a Cowboys visit, so that makes some sense. Do you have thoughts on Damien Pierce? I, I don't really – I've heard things about
1: him, but I don't know that I'm very – I wasn't – I didn't love him at the Senior Bowl and there's the combine. I, I think there's better options. He split
0: time it with with another running back at Florida, yes. didn't he? Yep. Yeah. Um, Any other
1: things yeah,
0: you want to say? Let's just see what the overall list is, right, just so we, sure. we can see it. Uh, uh, oh, punt <laughs> god. <laughs> well, we already got a punter, unfortunately, but punt god is there. Um. Yeah, it's, I mean, to me, to me, Isaiah Thomas seems like a very natural pick. I, I also would would be on board with taking one of those running backs just because I think this is a good spot for that value. Um, outside of that, I don't know that there's anything that's like jumping out at me really.
1: Well, I'll, I'll just mention Isaiah Thomas: six foot five, two hundred and sixty-seven pounds, eighty-inch wingspan, uh, long arms, ran a four-seven-zero. Uh, 40 yard dash that's a pretty good time so the yeah, 265 that's good <laughs> yeah like he's just one of those long athletic guys that you draft here at day four and hopefully down the road he can become dorn's arms run right you're looking for somebody that can fill a third or fourth defensive end role and maybe move up the depth chart further on in his career but again in the fourth round at pick 129 it's, it's not a bad option absolutely not all right Let's take them because I feel like that's a very realistic pick. So, our picks to finish this out Chris Olave, Darian Kennard, Cade Otten, Isaiah Thomas. Feels like a very likely draft for the Cowboys, like something that they could certainly accomplish. If they came out of the first four rounds with this, how would you feel? I'd feel good. You know, I mean,
0: I think after those first two rounds, getting, you know, solid players to kind of fill those roles that you want uh it, it sort of gives you a nice high floor to the draft that uh that y- you like you know and i think that av- after that you feel free to not scramble and just you can just allow it to kind of fall to you and and, and the, looking at the draft thank goodness because it didn't necessarily fall the, the cowboys way all the time it felt like a lot of their picks were getting taken right before them but it was it was a lot more uh palatable because you got what you needed your first two rounds and, and you just let the rest of the draft fall.
1: Yeah. I'd feel really good about it. Two day, one starters, uh tight end that can contribute in your one as a blocker and then a rotational edge guy in Isaiah Thomas. I mean, considering where you're drafting again, when you're drafting at the bottom of every round, you're not going to hit home runs. You, you just want guys that can come in and fill roles. And I feel like a and Kennard and Otten are all, big time players from big time schools that hit all your athletic testing thresholds. I'm good with this. This is, this feels like a very good B plus draft. I agree. Yeah. It's, it's not a home run
0: because, you know, you didn't necessarily have the luck of having a huge prospect fall to you at any of those spots, but you took, you made solid contact with the ball on each one of these picks. You got a, a solid pick for each one. Uh, and I think, especially in when you, when you talk again, when you talk about those first two picks, you know, making a, a solid double is good for what, for those two picks. And then if you can do that after that, you could kind of swing for the fences
1: a little bit more uh, uh, down the road if you need to. Yeah. So I think after comparing this draft to the other draft where we took an offensive lineman early, I just think this, this one fell much better. And maybe that's yeah. just luck. Maybe that's just the sequencing part of it. Drafting a receiver early you have you're going to just have more guard options that you like in round two than receivers that you like, right? So I, I've done a million of these mocks, and every time I draft a receiver in round one, while that's not necessarily my favorite pick, I end up liking the draft as a whole better.
0: I agree. Yeah, I think the problem is is that uh, the way that the situation is with the with the roster, you have you have needs. You weren't able to necessarily fill them the way you wanted to, the way you normally do in the off season. Um, I think you may have options on the other end, just in case that doesn't fall the way you want. But if just looking at this over and over again, when you draft a wide receiver in the first round, you just have a better chance at fulfilling what you need of your roster than when you try to get a guard, even if you feel better about the guard than you do about the wide
1: receiver in the first round. 100% 100% agree. So let us know what you guys think. Do you like this mock draft? Would you like us to continue doing uh, mock draft simulations? What, would, what kind of scenarios would you like us to play out? Please let us know. You can leave a five-star review and uh, tell While us the there. scenario. Uh, that would help us out a lot. Uh, follow the show on YouTube. You can follow us wherever you get your podcast: uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, follow the show on Twitter, at Locked On Cowboys. You can follow Landon at Mikul BCB. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. We'll be back on Monday with another edition of Mock Draft Monday. I'm sure we'll have some Cowboys news that we have to touch on. So have a great weekend. We'll See you guys next time.
2: Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.